Hey, Bidiwa. Welcome to Blade Runner in Character, where you'll hear things you people wouldn't believe. Oh, I agree. Each episode, myself and Ian, two not exactly pleasure models, will in turn look at a character from both the original and 2049. I hope you don't mind me taking a liberty. I was careful not to drag in any dirt. Their scenes, their backstory, the actor, behind the scenes, trivia, and I'm sure an awful lot of waffling. Where's the subject? This time last week, exactly a week ago, we said goodbye to Ripley and the first Alien film, and here we are, a week later, and we're saying goodbye to 2049 and Special K, aren't we? We are. Did we start the Alien in character and Blade Runner in character at the same time, or was it just pure coincidence? They were very close to each other, I think. They were within a month or so of each other, I think. It's all a big blur now. It is, isn't it, yeah. The yeah. past is a, a mysterious place. Uh, yeah, so so K, um, which is weird because we both forgot we were doing K, didn't we? <laughs> we did. And I we hope bo- that doesn't represent that he's boring to us or something. <laughs> I don't know. Well, much like when we did Mad Max in character, by the time you reached or we reached yeah. the four Maxes, Pretty much every scene that they have ever been yes. in, yeah. we had already discussed when we talk about the other person in that scene, haven't we? Yeah, so I think this will be the same way. This will be a bit of an overview. There's some More. chunks yeah. that we haven't discussed, which we can talk about. But yeah, a lot of it, I'm going to be saying that I refer yeah. you to yeah. such and such episode. I refer episode. the honourable gentleman to the statement we made a while ago. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's weird um, thinking... Because it's like... You watch, you watch it and you go, we've discussed that, we've discussed that, we've discussed that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. because Kay doesn't really spend much time alone. No. Does he? Not no, much. Not, not a lot of time at all. It's a little bit at the beginning when he's in his spinner. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a, you know, a little bit later on. But yeah, he, he's usually with another character. Yeah. Well, the spinner then, um, this start of the, uh, of the film. Um, the very first image we have in this film is a close-up of an eye... Yes, and an eyeball. Uh, whose eye is that? Who? Oh, um, what? As in real life, or as in Who, whose is it meant to be? Because they've got blonde Ooh. eyelashes, yeah. so they can't be Kay. And anyway, Kay's asleep. Yeah, I, um, I'm not sure. I just my my brain naturally went with the they put it in because they think that's what Blade Runner should have. Um, that when I first started watching it. Now I. I got a much uh, higher opinion of this film so I think it was probably done for good reasons but yeah I I don't know who it's meant to be because there's no I'm trying to think are there any blondes in this film unless Ryan Gosling has got blonde eyelashes do. I mean it wouldn't surprise me if he doesn't bleach his eyelashes but he is, is asleep thing? do people do that do, can you do, can you do it yeah right. I, I wouldn't want to put bleach near my eyeball um so, yeah, I remember when I went to see the film, you know, I, I went in with massive reservations because how yep. can they do a sequel to my favourite film of all time, you know? And we have this eyeball shot and it's like, oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. It's going to be, yeah, yeah, tick that box, tick that box. But yeah. but it goes from that, you get the fantastic, you know, Vista shots, the great music. And I can remember thinking, I think I'm in good hands here with these openings, aerial scenes across, yeah. you know, the solar panel farms, etc., etc., you know? 
Yeah, I, I was, I, I was sort of the same. I, I went there thinking, a, how can you do a sequel to something as good as Blade Runner that, that we love, and b, generally sequels that are done, uh, such a time distance are uniformly bad, aren't they? Mm. They're not, they're not great. I'm just going to let the cat out the door. She's, uh, <laughs> she gets, she obviously got fed up with us discussing Agent K. Go on. Bless her. Um, yeah, so I went in, and I yeah, you see the eye shot, and you see the thing, you hear the music, and it's similar. And I thought, oh, it's just going to be a nostalgia fest, and it? it's just going to be yeah. uh, recognize this, recognize this, which is basically what the new Star Wars are. We're back to Mad Max, aren't we? Remember this? Yes, remember this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mrs. K. Um, and I, 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 I don't know whether I just wasn't receptive to it, or uh, I, I, I didn't like it. I didn't, as I said when we first started this podcast I didn't think much of the film I fell asleep I can remember you saying yeah. I'm dreading every other yeah. episode yeah. when we have to go back to 2049 um, and it's uh, sort of watching it so many times I, I think I've, I think I've sort of grown to love it I, it's it's not I don't, I don't think it's as good as Blade Runner and I don't think it can be because it hasn't got the the baggage that Blade Runner has for me um, but yeah, I, I sort of, I, I sort of really enjoy it. Um, I still think it's far too long. But then mm-hmm. I watched um, Denny Villeneuve's Dune again last night, and um, thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, I sort of sat and watched it, thoroughly enjoyed it. But again, it's like you get, you get about an hour before the end, and you go, well, that's a natural place to stop. Come on, <laughs> give us a break. Um, but yeah, I, I was worried that this would literally be the same story the same beats uh, and it's not and, and you know well done for them not doing that um, but this hmm. first the first five minutes oh it's dangerously close isn't it it is it is you've got that what I don't like although thinking about it now it makes more sense I don't like you know um, K's or anybody else's spinners in that they look too much like the spinner from 2019 right yeah Compare car design now. Yeah, but that's what I was thinking. I was thinking, yeah, but car design now, you've got to essentially have the same form, haven't you? You've got got to have a wheel in each corner, haven't you? All cars do. And maybe with flying cars, you've got to have these two, you know, prongs at the front, you know, as part of the propulsion or something like that. So you're tied into it. It could be. Um, I just, just looking at his, just brought some pictures of his spinner, and it, because I know you you like this one, but I think it's a bit. It, it's it's sort of they've taken the bits of the classic Blade Runner spinner and then they've bolted a DeLorean top mm. onto it. Um, it's a it's a bit too angular in that for my liking. Um, but like I say, if you you compare a car now with a car from 1980, there, there's the designs move on and it doesn't feel like this has cars now if i think back you know or you think back to your hillman avenger and my cortina and everything if anything modern car design now look like something from blade runner everything is curves now with these curved light fittings and everything not the angular metal boxes we were driving around i I can remember when the Sierra came out and it was the first of the jelly mold cars um, and it was curved now it's like my god this is so futuristic 
Um, but now it's commonplace, isn't it? But yeah, we, we were used to um, shoeboxes with uh, wheels in each corner, like you said, bread vans, weren't it? Yeah, um, yeah. Square steering wheels on the uh, on the Allegro. Um, so I, I think they could have gone a bit... I suppose it's that dangerous thing, isn't it? If they make it too different, would people go, it's not a spinner? I d- yeah, they th- might there be is that fine nothing, line you've yeah. got to... Uh, got, walk along haven't you it yeah. says in the book about his spinner that uh, uh, Kay has been assigned an old beat up unmarked police spinner oh that's interesting so perhaps that was a conscious tr- trouble is not no one else's one is that different no so but that could have been interesting that yeah the reason it looks the same is because it's an old yes. it's vintage 2019 yeah and it says from the exterior only the visible pilot fish installed in the roof distinguishes it from other nondescript spinners yeah. okay and, and it pilot, also pilot fish i presume is his um, is drone, drone. Yeah. yeah it says about the pilot fish uh the pilot fish is a reconnaissance drone used by the police forces for crowd control or investigation in dangerous areas it can stand guard scan a crime scene and follow vocal commands given by a police officer it is basically an evolution of the canine dog without all the grooming Except, um, how do you control crowds with a flying drone? You'd need a lot of them. You would, yeah, because a, 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 a dog can at least bite someone. Well, maybe it, it is armed. Is it got we a gun? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, we never saw, I suppose it could be a, an armed drone. Yeah. It gets to the point, why would you even have... Actually, we're getting to the point in this film, and it's like, why would you even bother with uh, real police officers? Is he a real police officer? Yeah. Is he no. a drone? Mm. Isn't that but that that drone at, at the end when he's talking to Decker? That's a drone yeah. that fires the missile, isn't yes. it? I'm sure yeah, that's a drone. So. so you can have armed yeah. um, uh, drones. Drones. One more mention about the spinner Ooh, before we start talking about Kay. Oh, yeah. she's back, is she? Yes, yeah, she come back. She obviously got no uh, no luck elsewhere. No okay. no food for her. Come on, okay. come on, lap. Or she heard us talking about the spinner. She thought that's that's more in my wheelhouse. <laughs> no, we we were. We said fish, pilot oh, that, fish. Yeah, pilot fish. No, it's not think... that sort of fish, Maggie. Yeah. <laughs> She's walking on uh, the keyboard now. Come okay. on. Uh, one, one more thing uh, before we talk about K. It says two versions of K spinner were built in the UK right. and shipped to Budapest for principal photography. One version was a battery-powered car that could be driven up to 50 miles per hour. The other was built for interior shots featuring practical props, doors and lights. Oh, fair enough. So, that, so they built a... An actual moving one, yeah. three-wheeled things. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm not a great fan of three-wheeled cars. Remember the Bond well, bug? And, well, well, it's the Bond yeah. bug and it's the Robin Reliant for us yeah. over here. Did any other country have three-wheeled cars? I can't I think know. of a, a three-wheeled American car. No. Their cars are too cool to be three-wheelers. Yeah, I, don't, I, I, I can't think of a cool three-wheel car other than... Uh, do you remember the Isetta? Yeah. Uh, the Messerschmitt. That was yeah. three wheels, I think. But yeah, it, it, it it's a strange one. At least the, it's got one wheel at the back. Yeah, um, and you can't really notice that either. No, no, it's uh, it's it's not it's not a horrible design. I just don't. Yeah, I prefer the uh, I prefer Deckard's spinner. Well, we've got, got, got a any vote models on all these. Have you got any? Not not of K's. No. I've got I've got Deckard's, but not K's. Yeah. Um, yeah, we got a vote at the end, by the way, we today. Have, yes. We've got to give a vote out of 10 on Kay's spinner. Oh, right. 
All right, so enough of the spinner and pilot yes. fish. Let's talk about Kate. Yeah, he's asleep in his spinner, isn't he? Yes. Um, uh, until the alarm wakes him up. Which is classic um, movie sort of shortcuts to say this is an average day. Yeah, it's, it's just not, mundane, yeah, it's isn't routine, it? Flying over yes, um, yeah. uh, California is, uh, yeah, it's boring. Yeah. Um, so he reaches Sapper Morton's, he lands, the drone detaches from the roof, yeah. and, and off he goes. He's got his collar right up, very Nosferatu, uh, yeah, I, peering I pref- over the top. Yeah, I prefer it with, the, uh, with it done up like this, than when he's got it open showing the, uh, the horrible Del Boy fur collars. I was going to ask, what do you think of his yeah. coat? I quite, I quite like it, but I just don't like... I'm not a great fan of coats with that sort of style of fur collar. I say I just see it and I think Del Boy. Yeah, it's that 1980s thing. Um, but I, I, I quite like his uh, his look, his silhouette. And like I say, when the collar's done up, it's, it's very sort of Roy Batty-ish. Yes, yeah. yeah. But again, I do think they've gone with the Blade Runner trench coats, yeah. and which is sort of I again, it's, it, this is the trouble with making a sequel so long after you. You're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Uh, and for, on the silhouette, he's got a very Deckard silhouette. Yes. All right, so, yeah, first one of the day. We refer you to the Sapper Morton episode yes. um, for his scene with Sapper. Uh, um, and, um, and saying about looking like Deckard, this was meant to be Deckard, wasn't it? This was from uh, the original uh, scene. Yeah, th- th- yeah, there's Ridley Grams of yeah, yep. um, him travelling out. He goes in, in into the farm, and there's the uh, the garlic cooking on a stove. Yeah, yeah, this is a leftover from yeah. the original. Um, and it's really good that they've done it, and they've done yeah, it well, you know. It is a very it's good, a good scene. scene. I like it. I like the physicality of it. Yeah. You know, these oh, two it's a brutal ju- fight. I like that. It out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I, I, I like the way... I'm like you. I've, I've warmed to the film um, yeah. over the, all this time. And um, Kay, to begin with, he has no emotion whatsoever. No. Um, you know, he's got no emotion at all. He he, he apologises. You know, he, uh, I, I apologise if I brought in any uh, yeah, dirt. And, <laughs> you know, and if I can take you in, yeah. that would be the best option. He, he, but he, he doesn't really care, does he? It, no, he's uh, not. He, he's saying basically, yeah. but if I have to shoot you, I will. Yeah, I will. Yeah, it's like I I don't really care. Um, and I think that's that sort of put me off to start with. With Kay was the fact that he has no. To start with, he has no emotions. But you watch it a couple of times, and that's the point, isn't it? It's he has got emotions. He keeps them suppressed. Yes. Um, and I love the, the the few. We'll get to him, but the few times he does show those emotions, because he's so uh, sort of laid back. And it's it's totally just not caring, and he doesn't care. He's going through the motions of life, which again yeah. is is a lovely little sort of um, nod to is he alive it's, yeah. yeah everything harkens back to this is he human is he alive um, yeah. and I know there was a lot of criticism at the time that uh, Ryan Gosling's acting it wasn't acting Ryan Gosling is this person and he's a boring actor mm. yeah. and I, I don't entirely agree with that I don't think he's the most charismatic of actors he, but, he, he's not yeah. he is very much a cold fish 
yes. in, in, in the yeah. films I've seen him in, you know, like Drive and, uh, and whatever. But, you, you know, he's suited to that character. Yeah. I know in uh, La La Land, you know, that's a more upbeat, romantic film. I've not seen it. And, I've not and, seen that. No. And maybe he is different. But every role I've seen him in, he's the same cold fish type character yeah. and, that, and it suits Kay to begin with here because and you've almost pretty much summed up exactly this quote that I've got from Ryan Gosling about right. Kay he says that the profession of the Blade Runner is more complicated than it was in the first movie the major distinction between my character and the characters in the original film is that not only does Kay know he is a replicant, his burden is to know that his own existence rests entirely on killing other replicants who value life as he does. This creates a moral conflict for him, one that he must hide or risk being retired himself. So yeah, he's shut yeah. himself down to everything, yeah. hasn't he? Yeah, um, I, yeah I, I, I've not heard that quote before, so yeah, it's... It does fit. Mm. I, th I think his perform. I his again, like everything in this film, his performance has grown on me. Um, I didn't realise until Anne pointed out that we, we've actually met him. Have you? Yeah, he, he was at one of the Hercules <laughs> conventions because he was. I can't was young was the first Hercules. Or the second young Hercules. Yeah. No, he was the first. I've, yeah. I've got this ready for the genre tally. Uh, something I'm, I, I don't agree with in this book. This is the art of book. Um, and it says that uh, K was not only uh, created by the Wallace Corporation, right? Right, but he's the latest replicant model by oh. Wallace. Okay, um, I've never really got that. Why would why would you use your latest? Because I could see that say, well, it doesn't make sense that does it? Because I was going to say you could see like Love could be the latest, but she's not. She's an older model, isn't yeah. she? Um, I mean, okay, why would you sort of waste your newer models on the on the police force? Yeah, and, and also it makes you wonder how long has been Kay been doing this? You yeah. know, he might have only been born like a year before, if he is the latest. Well, it's interesting, because I, I, cause there's, there's lots of... You, you can read into this any any sort of theories and thoughts you want, can't you? So... But if he's a, if he's the latest, I mean, I don't know what. Where are we now? Is it ten or eleven? As far as the um, the the uh, replicant model, because because uh, it was well, he's Nexus, Nexus nine. Six. Oh, Nexus nine. Yeah. And how long have they been out? Well, because we don't he, know. Because he thinks at one point he thinks he's Rachel's child. Yes. But if he's if he knows he's the latest model, how could he possibly be Rachel's yeah, but Maybe child? he doesn't know that he's oh, right. the latest model. It also says here, um, blah, 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 blah. Um, uh, where, where's the start? Um, replicants still appear human and possess genetically engineered enhancements such as superior human strength and mental capacities. Instead of restricting their life cycles to only four years, replicants now also now enjoy a normal human lifespan. However, replicants suffer from new emotional and social limitations as well. While they, are the, while they now age naturally and die of natural causes, replicants are brought into the world as fully grown, <coughs> infertile adults, bred only to serve. So when they're born, they're born with the as adults, memories yeah. as adults. Well, they, they mention that, because um, he, he thinks that the memory of the unicorn 
horsey kid. Is it unicorn or horse? The wooden horse. Horse. It's just yeah, a horse. horse. He he thinks that's his. But does he have any other memories of being a child? Because if he was born as an adult, if he is just a normal replicant, he was born as an adult. Wouldn't wouldn't he have? thought it weird to have memories of kid or is it that they because she mentions don't she that they give doesn't joshy mention that they give memories to replicants now mm. to sort of placate them or it's all very confusing isn't it i don't quite it's a bit it's a bit jumbled as to as that, to the, that, that works if they don't know that they're replicants yes yeah, they don't know but he but knows do, that he's yeah. a replicant and he knows that all his memories are fake yeah. Right. So does he just assume that, oh, it's another fake memory? In which case, but if, if, if you know a memory is fake, what emotional weight could it carry? It can't give you yeah. any because it's no. not real. So how is that, is, how is that sort of, um, sort of, you know, uh, anchoring them to not going mad? Yeah. Having a fake memory is exactly the same as you or I watching a film, and you might yeah. get enthralled by it, you might get upset by it, but it doesn't affect you as a person because yeah, it is a work of fiction you, yeah. that you've watched, and that would be the same with a fake memory, wouldn't it? If you know it's fake, and if you if don't you know, know it's fake, fake, surely that's going to cause more psychological issues when you're going to go, well, hang on, I've got this fake memory, but in my next fake memory, I'm a different person. Yeah, yeah it is a, yeah. Yeah. Don't quite work, does it? No, no. We'll, we'll, we'll let them off. We'll, we'll let them off. Let them off. What, All right. What's your thoughts on? Uh, it's not my. This isn't my theory. I saw it online uh, last week. Um, that because Rachel gave birth to two babies, didn't she? Yes. Yeah. A boy and, and a the girl. Boy, the, the boy died, and they swapped the girls' records with the boy, so that they yeah. were looking. Everyone's for looking. Boy. Everyone's looking but for a boy. Yeah. Did he? Did the boy die, or is it Kay? Could K be the other? And they were just lying about that as well. Ah, the, when we reach it, yeah, okay. um, yeah, I've got a question about that. Right. How he can possibly think that he is yeah. human? All right, but what, Ryan here... Gosling or the uh, <laughs> both. Um, so yeah, we have the Sapper Morton scene. Yes. You know, he's just about to take we're off. Still doing that. We're still at the beginning. Yeah. But, it's going to be a long end. Yeah, it's a key moment here. Yeah. We didn't discuss it with Sappermore, and he, it, you know, he calls in to Joshy. You yeah. know, um, he's got the eyeball in a bag, um, and he's about to take off when he looks across at the tree and the flowers at the base of the tree. If he had taken straight off, that's the end of the film. Yeah, they'll yeah. never find Rachel's bones, would they? I, I'm presuming because because the whole reason there's this um, plant. I won't say plant, I mean uh, this area to harvest slugs is because nothing will grow. And I'm presuming he sees a plant growing. It's like, oh, well, what's going on there? And I'm presuming the plant was growing because it had some lovely, lovely human mulch. Yes, but a bit of compost, hum- right? Com- compost, yeah. But that human mulch was, was, what, not 19 years ago, but at least 15, 16 plus. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know why it would still be growing it. And B, if putting a bit of mulch down, a bit of compost down, allows you to grow things, why not do that with the rest of the? Yeah. Why are you? Why, yeah. why, why are you growing worms then? Yeah. Just yeah. just you know go to B and Q and get some uh, 
Get some mulch. Mulch. Rachel's final Rachel's, place. It, Rachel's finest mulch. Oh, dear. Yeah. Yes. Um, all right, so that's that, and he goes off, yes. and he, he has his baseline test. Yeah. Cells. Have you ever been in an institution? Cells. Cells. Do they keep you in a cell? Cells. Cells. When you're not performing your duties, do they keep you in a little box? Cells. Cells. Interlinked. Interlinked. What's it like to hold the hand of someone you love? Interlinked. Interlinked. Do they teach you how to feel finger to finger? Interlinked. Interlinked. Do you long for having your heart interlinked? Interlinked. Interlinked. Do you dream about being interlinked? Interlinked. What's it like to hold your child in your arms? Interlinked. Interlinked. Do you feel that there's a part of you that's missing? Interlinked. Interlinked. Within cells interlinked. Within cells interlinked. Why don't you say that three times? Within cells interlinked. Within cells interlinked. Within cells interlinked. Within cells interlinked. We're done. Constant K. You can pick up your bonus. Thank you, sir. Are these baseline tests, are they a standard thing just to make sure? This is the equivalent of uh, calibrating your your equipment, isn't it? I think. Um, yeah. This is this is like when you run your... Um, remember they used to get those uh, DVD discs that allowed you to adjust your set? Yes. Uh, under, so this is the equivalent of that. So is this a standard thing, or is this because he's been in a fight and killed someone? No, it says here, the post... I, I, I think it is after you've had a fight. It says the post-traumatic baseline uh, test was an examination designed to measure any emotional deviance experienced by Nexus 9 replicants in the course of their work. To be off baseline would be considered a failure of such test. Ah, uh, OK, so that makes sense. So it's a post-traumatic test. Yeah. So if, if you're... A replicant and you're involved in something traumatic they do this to you uh, presumably if he if he fails it Joshy says they'll come for you do, do they just does he just get a bullet in the back of the head is he retired do they try and recalibrate him through therapy or something mm. I don't know yeah, but how, just yeah, get rid of you're him. right how, do, how yeah. do you I mean Joshy does say you know the results were bad enough you could be retired on the spot. So I yeah. guess, you know, shot in the head like the Rachel yeah. rep, uh, replica is later on. Is this is the equivalent of an MOT failure, I suppose, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, um, we're back to Austin Allegro's. When he has the baseline test, the interviewer calls him Constant K. Yeah. Right? Implying, that sounds like a break Implying K had a reputation for seldom deviating from the baseline. Ah, so okay. He, he's, a, he's a good replicant. Yeah. Yeah. And that's because he's got, he doesn't show emotions, he doesn't let anything get to him. Um, which, uh, again, sort of, I have to question, why is Tyrell and the Wallace Corporation bothering to put emotions in these things? Yeah, you're just making more work if, for yourself. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like you've created a, a, a car and you've put a nuclear bomb in the back and you've got to keep having it checked every week to make sure the nuclear bomb isn't going to blow up. Why not just not put a nuclear bomb in the back? Just make these creatures with no emotions. Mm. That way, you can spot them easily, unless they're in Britain, and then you, they're going to get lost, because we haven't got emotions. Um, and you're not going to have any of this worry about calibration and baselines and all that. I, yeah, it does seem strange. Yeah. It would have been nice to have a few lines that, like, once we introduced it at the beginning, we can't go back. Or... 
you have to have emotions because without that you can't have intelligence or something just to justify it because yeah and I thought this in uh, it's not just this film it was also in Blade Runner the original it's like why build these things like this you're Mm. just asking for trouble yeah and then you have to have things like the baseline to you know um, cope with it why not build them with a remote control on off switch an on off switch yeah um, I mean, this baseline test is the 2049's equivalent of the Void Conf yes, test. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and um, what what you see up on the screen is actually a rewrite done by Ryan Gosling. Oh, um, right. Oh, he wrote this. Too. Yeah, in the original script, uh, it says the test involved Kay simply reciting a poem while his emotional state was passively monitored. Ryan's changes were inspired by techniques that actors use to learn Shakespeare plays. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, that's and pretty good because it would have been weird. So, presumably, the original idea then is they you read a poem that's so emotionally charged that if you don't show an emotional rating or something, you you fail it. Hmm. That's a bit presumptuous, isn't it? Because some poems leave me cold. Yeah, I'd be getting retired. I think. <laughs> um, it says also in the early part of the production, the baseline test took a different form. Replicants would have received the test before undertaking a mission rather than after. The test was also less impersonal and would have been administered by an interviewer who was present in the room with the replicant. A scanner would have moved over the replicant while he lay on the examination table during the test. That does make more sense that unless these things are done like every week, it's not really a baseline test, is it? Unless unless you're comparing them to a preset level of of emotional response that they should be given like factory settings because otherwise yeah you would want to you would want to get the baseline before they go off to get in a fight and kill someone yeah check it afterwards and see if there's any deviation between the two yeah you're seeing if it's upset that person you know equally again if i'd been making these i'd have put a little um a little gauge on their chest or something (laughs) you know it goes into red (laughs) We're back to Holmes and Yo-Yo. Some we sort are, of yeah. Like See, they had the right idea. Cassio strapped to your, thing. Test, uh, your chest. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we've got to refer you to the Joy yes. episode for when he goes home. It, yep. It's a right dive he lives in. Oh, it's horrible, isn't it? But um, he's got a nice... He's, his apartment's okay inside. Yeah, he's got some horrible neighbours outside, yeah. though, hasn't he? Yeah. Uh, we've got to refer you to the Coco episode, um, yep. where he notices things that the pathologist doesn't. You know, when looking at the uh, the microscope uh, scans. We've got to uh, refer you to the love episode for when he meets love. Yep. And uh, and then, then we have a segment of the film that we haven't discussed at all, which is when he goes to see Gaff. Oh, yeah, yeah, we did not talk about Gaff. You worked with Officer Deckard back in the day. What can you tell me about him? He liked to work alone. So did I. So we worked together to keep it that way. That was it. Anything else you can tell me? You wasn't long for this world. How so? Something in his eyes. Any idea how I could contact him? None. He's new, Diaz. Retired. 
got what he wanted. Let me alone. They're going to talk about pure, gaff. Yeah, this is pure uh, fan bait, isn't it? But I don't mind, because it's gaff. I do mind, because it is gaff. Um, I don't like the idea of gaff in a nursing home, number one. Um, I don't like the fact that gaff speaks English. No, that... That, uh, I wish they'd have kept him doing city speak. I don't mind the fact he's in this town because I, as I get, as I'm getting older, I'm I'm faced with um, the fact that you 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 don't get younger. You can't do the things you're doing, and I I quite like the that you know these action people at some point age catches up to them. Yeah, I, I don't mind that. It's just. And it's even more so when we finally see Decker. This is not how I expect no. Gaff to Would... be 30 years on. Of course yeah, he's this... aged, but this isn't the Gaff that no. I, is in my head, you know? This is, um, this is why belated sequels are generally not good, because your original cast is just too old, really, to do anything in it. Because um, equally, I think it would have been absurd if we saw Gaff and he was in the same outfit. Oh no, of course that not. Would have but been but something yeah. a bit more than what we did get, you know. Because yeah. um, I, I would have put in a, a little scene where uh, he talks in his Gaff speak and Kay can't understand him and has to say uh, you know, I'm sorry that that's antiquated or, you know, yeah. they could have put some nice little bits. It's nice to see him, but it's such a pointless scene. Yeah, yeah. You know, it almost feels like uh, um, the actor wandered past James Edward. Almost just wandered past the set. And he went, "Oh, you, you got five minutes." Yeah, come <laughs> on know? in. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm dressed in my uh, I'm dressed in my golfing uh, retiree flannels. It That'd does look like, like he's just coming in off the yeah. golf course. Oh, it does, hundred percent. Blimey. Um, he says, he tells Kay that, you know, both himself and Deckard were loners and, and they yeah. liked it that way. And he also says that Deckard wasn't long for the world. And when Kay says why, he says something in his eyes. Now, is that a reference to the orange light in the eyes thing? Yeah, or, is, I, or what, you know? I think it's a, it's, a, it's a cryptic. So you can take it either way, you know. Um, he had the look of death about him, but I took it that because I, in this film especially the eyes are what how you tell replicants and, that, and I think he's he was saying he's a replicant because um, there, there is I mean we'll, we'll get to it when we discuss Gaff but there is a wonderful theory that he Deckard is just a replicant with Gaff's memory yes which I think is brilliant because um, I'm still 100% that Deckard is a replicant 100% but hmm. I, yeah, I quite like that. But yeah, I think he's saying he he's being cryptic. I mean, it's for the audience, isn't it? But he's being cryptic. He knows that he shouldn't have been long for this. He should have had that four-year life cycle. But obviously, he did because he's still kicking about Las Vegas, Las yeah. Vegas. Um, but yeah, I think 100% that's a a nod to the audience. Which can, like you say, be taken yeah, either way. Can, I, yeah, I, I like all it. of this, you know. I, I like... It's subtle. Yeah. He says that Deckard is Nudiash. 
which is retired. And you can take that word yeah. two ways. He was retired or he retired. Yeah. Yeah, was you know, was Deckard originally a real person, a real cop? Um, and he's been retired. And the replicant Deckard is a, you know... There's so many lovely ways you could take this. Um, but yeah, it, equally, you can just go, ah, he's... There's nothing to it. He's just saying that he, you know, he had death in his eyes. Mm. And I like the fact the last time we ever see Gaff, he presents a paper sheep, which is yeah. obviously a nod to the yes. original novel, isn't it? You know exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's nice. Um, next, we've got uh, Joshi asking Kay if he's got any memories since since before he worked for her. Is what she yeah. says. You know, I've known a lot of your kind. All useful, but with you, I sometimes forget. We didn't have any of you where I was a kid. Do you remember anything before you were under me? You have any memories from before? I had memories, but they're not real. They're just implants. Tell me one. From when you were a kid. I feel a little strange sharing a childhood story, considering I was never a child. Well, would it help you share if I told you it was an order? I have one about a toy that I had. A wooden horse. With an inscription underneath. All I remember is a group of boys trying to take it away from me. So I run. And we have this whole, you know, uh, furnace scene. He says he's, he knows his memories are fake, but he tells this tale of the wooden horse. What's, what's interesting, though, is... Are, are these replicants... Did they have a choice in joining? Or were they bred... I think he's bred for it. But then why would he have memories before... Or does, does she mean... Does he used to do something else, police-wise? I don't know. I've got yeah. a feeling he's only been doing it for like a year. Yeah, I don't think he's been doing it long. No. And how many replicants do you have to hunt down? I mean, how? what's his tally in a month? Yeah. How many does he have to locate? And what, why are there so, still so many... Yeah, she's got a screen, hasn't she? She puts up on the screen when he's in his spinner at the beginning. You've got all these faces of other other people at large. Yeah, because you, like, in the 2019, six of them come down, and it's amazing, isn't it? It's like, well, everyone's turned out for it. Here it seems like every other replicant on the street is at some point going a bit doolally and failing their test. Well, there's an army, isn't there? You've got the yeah. one-eyed leader of the army, haven't you? you so it, it almost feels like uh, um, Wallace's replicants are not a particularly good product. No, no. Although but, looking at him, yeah. <laughs> well, Joshy is. Uh, you, you, um, oh, oh, Robin, she plays it well. You can tell yep. that Joshy is fond yes. of Kay. She's her, his boss, but she's still fond of him. But is she making a pass at him when she says, what happens if I finish the bottle? Yeah, you know? I think so. Or, well, I don't know whether she's actually making a serious pass or whether she's testing him again. Is she seeing what will happen? 
Maybe. Because she's sort of saying she's she's. I mean, I, I don't know whether she's implying there's more to him, or whatever. But it's like she's she's trying to wheedle his memories out. See, so have you got older memories? I don't know. I don't quite know how much she knows. We never did work out how much she knows. I mean, enough to die for for this secret. So I don't know. Is she? Is there like a a resistance? But I don't know what you call the other side of the resistance. Is there mm. like a secret government thing, and she's involved in it? Well, the anti-resistance. Yeah, the anti-resistance. Hmm. Yeah. All right. We refer you to Mister Cotton. Um, yes. Um, out at that uh, orphanage place. Um, when he, he when he goes down, he finds the furnace and he finds the yep. wooden horse from his memory. He's very good in this scene. It's very Twin Peaks, you know, the shots and the music yes, and everything, yeah, the lighting and everything. It's very Twin Peaks. And, uh, yeah, I think this is the point where his emotions are starting. Yeah. Um, and he, he just, he, he can't handle it, can he? He can't handle it. He's, no. You know, like, I don't know, is there, is there some veiled critique of people that bottle up emotions and that, that where, you know, when something does happen, they're not equipped to cope with it? Well, he sure lets it out. When yeah. when Anna says this is a real memory, yeah, and he starts <laughs> thinking that he is a real boy, um, he's terrific in that. There's yeah. a <laughs> there's a real rage comes out at that. Yeah, point. it's great because he he knows, doesn't he? If because he thinks he's the 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 Messiah type figure, he knows that that's pretty much his life over, isn't it? Mm. One way or another his life is over it's either going to change completely or they're going to cut him up and see what's inside of him but yeah he's, he's really good uh, Ryan in, in these scenes I mean he's good throughout it but yeah it, I think it's because it so contrasts it's like it's like when you were young if you ever heard your parents swear yeah and, uh, it's that sort of a, ooh yeah 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 alright we've got to go off to Las Vegas now then oh viva Las Vegas well, not Viva. I mean, it's it, it's a bit of a mess, isn't it? To be, it was a mess when I went there. To be fair, I've never not been. quite this bad. I've never been. You never been? It's um, think of Blackpool, um, but with less charm, <laughs> less subtle Blackpool. Yeah, yeah, a less subtle Blackpool. Yeah. Let that frighten our UK <laughs> listeners. The inspiration for everything that we see is a line that Hampton Fancher wrote in the script, which right. was. Somebody did the world a favour and dropped a dirty bomb on Las Vegas, and it would take decades yeah. for it to be safe again. Um, so that's what happened. That's why Vegas looks like it looks yeah. like. And I, I quite like, I think visually these scenes are stunning. Oh, yeah. And it's a lot of it, I think, is definitely um, trailer fodder, and a lot yes. of these, like, a lot of oh, these scenes. All these shots the trailer. Are, yeah. 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 Um, the, I'm still not entirely up to see what's up with the bee. Unless it's just implying that life finds a way, sort of thing. But I think. I think know, that, that that's why I've always, always taken it. We don't see an awful lot of the buildings because of the way it's shot. But all the designs for for these buildings, uh, it was Sid Mead. Oh right. Who designed it? Yes. Um, yes, yeah, definitely got his uh, his look, hasn't it? Yeah, and old Denise sent him a photo of Dubai as his inspiration for the future oh. Las Vegas. It doesn't so, say a lot about Dubai, does no. it? No. It looks like this. Yeah. These statues... Yes. Right? That he's walking past. Are you aware that that's an erotic statue garden? I, I 
did not know. Is that something that's made up for the film? Or I would not be surprised if I there don't think they're there now. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, in 2049 they're going to be there. Does anyone think... Um, I'm going to go down Dark Garden. I feel a bit erotic. I what? <laughs> <laughs> I feel a bit what's, erotic. Yeah. What's the point of this uh, erotic garden? They were made. They, that, that, that's, this oh, isn't they, CGI. They're not CGI. They, oh, these, they, these are like full-size made ones, yes. Do you think yeah. they're in... Um, it was actually uh, Denis Villeneuve. He went, uh, I want some erotic garden gnomes. I see I erotic... Get to, I don't know why he's suddenly <laughs> talking like Clouseau. I will get them to... <laughs> to build them for me. Um, it says, uh, originally created as a playful tourist attraction. Okay. The decaying sculptures now serve as a dreary reminder of the ghostly present and toxic past of this environment. The yellowish hue of the desert was directly inspired by a sandstorm that hit Sydney, Australia in, 20, in 2009. Oh, it right. became the visual reference in setting the tone and mood for the desert scenes. Do you think uh, Wade's ever been to an erotic garden? In a sandstorm. In a sandstorm. Wade, let, you us, have, let, us let, Wade. let us know, Wade. <laughs> yes. um, so, yeah, he finds the casino. Yeah. Um, um, that, that, if, that, if a dirty bomb's gone off, um, why, why is everything still here as far as, like, food, whiskey, booze? Yeah. yeah who's, it hasn't who's contaminated any of that. Yeah. Was it only a, a vaguely dirty bomb? <laughs> a mildly dirty bomb. Yeah, a mucky bomb. <laughs> mucky bomb, yeah. A grubby bomb. Grubby bomb. Yeah, it just turns everyone into uh, Sid James. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this casino that Deckard's living yeah. in, um, the exterior, yeah, that's all miniature work and, and uh, you know, a set. Yeah. Um, but the interior is a, a, a building in Budapest. Oh, right. That's all a, a building cheap. that they've added yeah. bits in because it was very cheap. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he's there. He goes in, um, finds the hotel. Um, yeah. It's lucky, isn't it? Yeah. First oh. building he goes in, it's fine. First one, yeah. Finds the dog. Yeah. Who may or may not be a replicant, we haven't decided. I like that. I like that as well. Yeah. Why don't you I ask like him? That. But he yeah. d doesn't actually try asking him. Um, and and here we are, one hour and forty-five into the film, Deckard yep. reappears in our life. I uh, when I first watched this, I knew, I knew this would happen. Um, but I even I was shocked at how, uh, how haggard and not wanting to be there, Harrison Ford. A lot of people at the time said, oh, Harrison Ford is back to his acting best." It's like, is he bloody hell? Because. He doesn't seem to be putting much effort in for my eyes. Well, before we see him, we hear him. Yep. Mightn't happen to have a piece of cheese about you now, would you, boy? Treasure Island. He reads. That's good. Me too. Not much else to do around here at night anymore. Many is the night I dream of cheese. 
Toasted. Mostly. What are you doing here? I heard the piano. Don't lie. It's rude. You're a cop. I'm not here to take you in. Oh, yeah? Then what? I just have some questions. What questions? Deckard's first line in this film is, Mightn't happen to have a piece of cheese about you now, would you, boy? Which is a line from Treasure Island. Yeah, Ben Gunn. Fair enough. All right, okay. And we see his blaster before we see him. And it's good to see that blaster yeah. back. I'm a big fan it's, of that blaster. It's, uh, was it the original one? Did they get it? I don't back? know. It was sold recently, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's something we've got to do for Patreon is our top five science fiction oh, weapons. Yeah. We've got to do that. Is his blaster got a name? Master. I don't mean he's named it. He's not named it Kevin or something. It's Master. Because no, I mean, like the, the Star Wars one is what, the DL-44, 45? Is, is, is Deckard's blaster got a name? Yeah, Master. Is that it? Master. Master, Master Blaster. blaster. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know. Um, I'm I sure it has. These things. It yeah, no, it has, has got yeah. a name. I can't There's probably remember. a nine-issue comic series about it. Yeah. But it's great to see it back. I think yes. that's a classic weapon. And then, but then he it. steps into the light. Yeah. And, oh dear. Um, yeah, he's not aged as well as the prop, has he, really? Well, everybody ages, fair yeah, enough. But this grey t-shirt and slacks affair. Yeah. Did he actually bother going to the wardrobe department? Is no, this I, what I, Harrison Ford arrived in that morning? I reckon so. I reckon he um, he he turned up like that and they went, OK, Harrison, you've got to get into costume. He goes, yeah, I'm not doing that. Oh, you've got. I'll, I'll leave. I, yeah, I just, I'll leave right now if yeah. I can't keep my clothes on. I mean, I, on. it would have been stupid for him to turn up in his Deckard stuff. But when a man of a certain age, t-shirts don't suit anymore. No, you know. Um, yeah, I. It is such a weird entrance. It doesn't. It doesn't sort of um, jump out and you go, that's Deckard. You go, well, House of Ford, sir. Not bothered anymore. His look in the first Blade Runner yeah. oh, is brilliant. an iconic yeah. look. You, yeah. you know, you have just and built... And stylish. A, yeah, I've just yeah. built the You've the just kit. built a vinyl kit of yeah. Deckard. If you, there was a 2049 kit of Deckard oh. in a grey shirt and slacks, it's not much of a challenge, really, no. is it? I mean, there's a, the only thing would have been worse is if he had turned up in, a, in tracky bottoms. <laughs> tracky bottoms. You know, but yeah, it's like put some effort in, mate. Unless they're trying to go for, he's just going through the motions as well. But then, go the whole hog. Have him in an old dressing gown. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like have Hugh Hefner. Wand- have him wandering around naked with a long Ben Gunn beard covering his uh, his bits. Yeah, and uh, talons yeah. for fingernails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, yeah, uh, he's in a hotel, he could be like a, a Howard Hughes thing. <laughs> I said Hefner. I meant Howard Hughes. Yeah, definitely yeah. Howard Hefner's Hughes. Hefner's off in the uh, he's off in the erotic garden. Yeah. He's not in the hotel. So that's a disappointment. But yes. and it's okay. He's used a line from Treasure Island. Okay, but then he says, "Many is the night I dream of cheese," and it's like, yes. "This is Shut up that cheese." Yeah, yeah, what the hell? Shut up. 
Um, and he can't hold the gun properly. There's something about no. Harrison Ford. He's not holding that gun properly. Well, the gun, the gun was um, too small for him, wasn't it, in the original one? And that, that's why they put that extender and mm. then he cut bits off of the extender to try and make it fit. Because he could never get his uh, pinky finger to wrap round properly. Um, but I, in this, it almost feels like he's gone, have you got anything lighter? Oh, it's too yeah. heavy for him. Yeah, I've looked it up, yeah. right? That gun, that yep. blaster, Decker's blaster, is a Flagger Katsumata Series D5223, abbreviated to a PKD. So it's a PKD5223 oh, right. handgun, which I was standard issue some, for yeah. Blade Runners. That sounds like fan-made, doesn't it? It does look like yeah. it, doesn't it? Yeah. And K has a PKD FKM890. What's PKD stand for? Flagger Katsumata. Oh, okay. And then Series D. Yeah. 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 So, all right. Uh, K says, I'm not here to take you in. No, ma'am. That's almost a line from, you know, when Deckard's talking to Zora. I'm not here to yeah. take you in. No, no ma'am. Um, and jumps off the balcony to avoid the gunshot. Yeah. Right? Right. So here we go. This is what I was referring to earlier. Kay thinks that he is now human, but he jumps off that balcony and doesn't get hurt. Right? Doesn't that tip him off that, no, you are still a replicant, mate? Well, I don't know whether he thinks he's human, because Rachel was definitely a replicant. That's because that's why I don't want to see it. I suppose if he thinks that Deckard's human, he probably thinks he's part human. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it would have been good if he'd have jumped off and broke both legs. Yeah. Deckard just wanders over. From below you here. Ow! <laughs> it hurts! <laughs> yeah, and he's limping along. Yeah. But instead we get this interminable fight uh, with the Elvis backing track. I don't, yeah, I don't like, I don't think it needed it. It's dull. Yeah. It yeah. is just dull. I mean, you've got because yeah, we've already seen that that uh, K can take out Sapper Morton. Yeah, but he has trouble besting uh, the hundred and twelve-year-old Harrison <laughs> Ford. Yeah, I'm more bothered by this Elvis recording yeah. because how can that still exist? Wasn't there an EMP that wiped out? That's a good point, actually. Yeah, or wiped recorded. out all electronic. Recordings, and is this meant to not be electronic? Is that meant to be videotape then? But then, if if videotape, I mean, a lot because floppy disks are just videotaping a circular bit. So why aren't, isn't there more information? Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I I also imagine that a, a large part of this budget probably went on getting the rights to use that song. Yeah. This whole secret. I I agree with you. I I don't think Deckard needed to be in this film. No. Nope. Um, but this whole sequence just feels tacked on. I remember at this at the cinema, I was thinking, "How long has this got left to go?" And that, this is Deckard. Yeah, we should be. And we're bored. Should be sat there going, oh, yeah, yeah, we're bored. Harrison Ford yeah. is Deckard, but it's boring. Do you do you think it's been ruined by the fact that Harrison Ford had already come back as Han Solo and he'd been back as Indiana Jones and? No, no, because even if he hadn't been Indiana Jones and Han Solo, you've still got him in a grey T-shirt, slacks, talking yeah, about cheese. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then stopping the fight by saying, I like this song. So Deckard is an Elvis fan. Nothing wrong with that. But, um, and, and do, you, yet, do, you, do you think perhaps then, not only is he Harrison Ford just wearing his, only, his normal clothes, these lines weren't Deckard's. That was Harrison Ford asking for cheese. Where's the craft? That's Harrison Man. Ford saying, yeah. I like this yeah. song. Yeah. He didn't realise that they were actually recording. Yeah, I think they just they went along to Harrison Ford's retirement home and just filmed him. <laughs> oh dear. They're bleeding. Is it real? KD6-3. That's not a name. That's a serial number. All right. Joe. What do you want, Joe? I want to ask you some questions. Like what? Like what was her name? The mother of your child. What was she like? You two live here together? Too many questions. I had your job. I was good at it. It was simpler then. Why are you making it complicated? Why don't you just answer the question? What question? I didn't figure you as one for bullshit. What's her name? Was it you? I was long gone by then. You didn't even meet your own kid? Why? Because that was the plan. I showed them how to scramble the records, cover their tracks. Everyone had a part. Mine was to leave. Then the blackout came, paved over everything. Couldn't have found the child if I tried. Did you want to? Not really. Why not? Because we were being hunted. I didn't want our child found, taken apart, dissected. Sometimes to love someone, you gotta be a stranger. 
Um, so yeah, they sit down next and, and have this drink. Yes. Um, and that's when Kay starts asking him about Rachel and he won't answer until he says, I had your job once. Um, so he knows that Kay is a, is a Blade Runner. Yeah. Um, and finally gives up on Rachel. He was gone by the time his child was born and that was the plan. His part in this plan is to leave because if he doesn't know anything about the child, they can never find the child. Yeah. I, I that I, I I sort of <coughs> I'm okay with sequels where where um the point of the first one is sort of mitigated because it's, like, it's it's a sequel do what you want but this smacks a bit of Alien Three to me in that like the the latter half of Blade Runner the the, the secondary the B storyline is this love story and that they'll get together and they'll have to, and then to find out. It only lasted till she, you know, got up the duff, and then it was. It, it's sort of. It's like Newt and Hicks being killed. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. Alien was pointless. Aliens was pointless because they're dead now. And I, I always think this. It's like I don't, I don't want them to have have had to split up and do all yeah. this. Just give him a, a nice life. Yeah. Yeah, that's why why I didn't like Han Solo coming back. Yeah, you know, and the way he went out, you know. Um, yeah, um, yeah. I I quite like Harrison Ford in this scene when he's going on about we were being hunted. He's putting a bit of effort in yeah. in that bit, um, and didn't want his child found, so he became a stranger. Um, then he wanders off, and you know, gone to find some more cheese. Probably. Yeah, is that what he's doing? Because yeah, I presume. So. Then it's the next day um, um, when they're found. You know, the uh, he's been what, tracked. What was Kay doing? Just was he doing that? And he's, how long do you think Kay sat there waiting for him to come back in? No, he's not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> so we have this missile strike. Yes. Um, and and they run to the spinner. Deckard's stupid run. Uh, Har- there's something about Harrison Ford his, running. His legs had done it, didn't they? Yeah. I is, mean, he, he was always a little it, bit bow-legged. Yeah, but I think didn't he didn't he injure his, one of his legs or something in um, Temple of Doom? There was some I vaguely recall something like that. But yeah, he um, a bit like Lee Van Cleef. He can't. He can't run. Yeah, he can't run. <laughs> he, he he tries running. He runs out the bunker in Return yeah. of the Jedi, and it's exactly the same silly yeah. run, you know. Um, yeah, and and. It, I quite like the whole K jumping through the wall because it's quicker. Yeah. But that's got to yeah, hurt. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I mean, again, do replicants feel pain? I well, mean, it, it seems to later on. They yeah. die of natural causes. Yeah. So, you know, I guess they do feel pain and everything. But um, I quite like the idea that, yeah, it's just quicker to go through the wall. It's fine. <laughs> yep. Um, so refer you to love for um, yep. him being beaten up by love. Refer you to um, what was her name? The 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 uh, um, the replicant. Oh, oh uh, I, can't, I can't. She's such a non-character. Mackenzie person yeah. played her uh, for when you know he oh, finds out he's not yeah. human. Yeah. Um... Oh, what was her name now? Not Madeline. Oh, I can't, I can't remember. remember. Anyway, yeah. so, yeah. Played we, by Mackenzie Crook. That's it, Mackenzie Crook, yeah. Um, finds out he, he isn't, you know, uh, the, the, the memories weren't his after all. He is yeah. a replicant. Goes home, sees Godzilla Joy. 
Yeah, he's really good. He looks so crestfallen. Oh, yeah, I just you just want to hug him at that point. It's like, oh god, I just love this. Um, I think he plays the browbeaten K brilliantly. You know, with the plaster on the nose and yeah. the bruises and the because oh, we've all had days like that, haven't we? The lighting is amazing yeah. as well in yeah, that scene. It's, it's really good. But this is just very bad timing because. What would you think would have happened if he had just gone home? Because I've always taken it that that bombshell from the Joy advert is what makes his mind up to go and rescue Deckard. Yeah, I think it. He's it, that's that's the sort of the the straw that breaks the camel's back. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, stuff it, I'll do it." Yeah, I like to think that if he hadn't have walked down that street, he would have gone home, and they would have retired him. They and, would have found him yeah. and, and retired him, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, they would have put because he's no way he's passing the uh, baseline test now. Is Not there? now, no. Um, how does he know where to go? Because you know Deckard's in a spinner on the way to the you know spaceport to go off world, and then all of a sudden he's like in an X-wing coming down, zooming down yeah. and shooting at them. Um, this is this is where it would you 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 would put a scene in in Las Vegas where he pops a homing beacon on oh, or something. Oh, what, in his jacket you know, or yeah. something? Or in his um, slacks? Because that, that shows that even even when he's sort of uh, not at his best, he's still a top, you know, uh, Blade, Blade Runner. Runner. Yeah. Um, and makes it, yeah, because it's a bit like, yeah, well, how did, did they have to file a flight plan? And he found, he got it because... It seems like they're trying to take Deckard off world. It seems very cloak and dagger, hush hush. How would he know about it? Unless there's a cutscene we haven't seen. Yeah, but he does, and he manages yeah. to shoot down the uh, the spinner yeah. and refer I do you love, to. The... Yeah, I love this sequence. I think the the, the music, the sound effects, the yeah. the visuals. This is stunning. The fight's good with yeah. him and Love. Um, yeah, and... yeah, no, I I like that fight. Yeah, and uh, we refer you to the love thing, yeah, to the demise of love, and he kills love, uh, drowns love, and he rescues Deckard and tells Deckard, you died out there. Yeah. Um, so Deckard is now free. He's free. I don't know what he's going to do. Yeah, what would he do? Walk all the way back to Las Vegas, <laughs> kick his dog or something. Yeah, um, who's going to feed the dog yeah. from now on? Wasn't there meant to be... Yeah, what happened to the dog? Um, wasn't there meant to be... Something about that this this um, this is set. This fight is set in the water because originally K had a, a memory implanted about drowning or something. It Wasn't says that a thing? in an early version of the script, K has a fear of water caused by a manufactured memory of nearly drowning as a teenager. Yeah, I I, I sort of I don't think they need a reason to put it in the water because I do. I think it adds a lot to the fight, but I also then think. Coupled to what we said earlier, they're, they're making these uh, replicant police officers. What memories should we give him? Um, we'll give him the one about being beaten up as a kid and finding <laughs> a wooden horse. Okay. Uh, you know the drowning ones? Well, how's that, how's that going to help him as a police officer? Uh, well, I'd give yeah, it to him anyway. You, yeah. It's the only one we've got left. Yeah. It's, it's that or uh, we give him the entire recollection of watching all the carry-on films. Oh, no, give him <laughs> All right, so, uh, yeah, they, he, he goes off. He takes Deckard to the Stellen Institute yes. uh, to meet his daughter. 
All the best memories are hers. your daughter. You okay? Um, and shakily gives Deckard the toy horse. I like the line, all the best memories are hers. Yeah. Yeah, because it's good, because it's sort of uh, implying her, her sort of promotional job, and it? it's like, but also that all his best memories are hers. Although, if that's his best memory, yeah, being be- feel, beaten up in an old boiler room... You, um, yeah, you, uh, yeah, you do feel sorry for the chap, don't I you? Do. Yeah. I do. I, th- I think that, that sort of sums up my um, my feelings. Whereas, like, you, with Deckard, it's like, oh, everyone, every kid wants to be Deckard. With Kay, I just feel sorry for him. Yeah. I want him to have, like, uh, you know, just go home and watch some telly or something. I think Deckard feels sorry for him because he yeah. says, you know, um, you know, why why have you done this? And he just says, go and meet your daughter. And he goes, you okay? Um, does I guess Deckard doesn't know that he's dying. I don't even think no, Kay he, knows that he's dying at this well, point. Well, I think Kay knows because he's, he's looked at... He's done the Hollywood shortcut of putting his hand in his coat and pulling out blood. Yeah. Um, probably never a good thing, is it? But... Um, it, uh, I think he knows, and he knows he's... But I don't think he cares at this point. I think it'll at least be a rest for him. But I don't think Deckard knows. Yeah. Um, I love... When when Deckard goes off inside to meet his daughter, Yeah. you've got a rear shot of Kay. Okay, the rear shot of his coat. And his coat has got the imprint of the stairs that he's just about to lay down on. Oh, I've not noticed. Yeah, oh, go back and have a look. That, he's, yeah. he, he's got these horizontal lines all the way down uh, the back of his coat. And it's, it's, the, it's, the, <laughs> it's the steps he's just about yeah. to lie down on. Nobody uh, noticed the that. Jo- the joys of having to do multiple takes. <laughs> so, yeah, he sits down. He checks yeah. his belly wound, as you say, um, fills the snowflakes, looks at the sky. And every time it happened to me again, um, yesterday, my bottom lip starts going. That oh, first it's, it's note of that music. Scene, yeah. Oh my god, my bottom lip goes. In fact, I'm yeah. getting I'm getting goosebumps on my yeah. arms right now. That is yeah. such a nice homage, you know, to the Vangelis music. Yeah, the music's doing a, a lot of the work, but also the visuals and the fact that we, you know, it does affect you that he's dying. Hmm. Um, it, yeah, it's a beautiful scene, it really is. And it's a parallel to Roy Batty, isn't yes, it? Yeah. You know, the sit down and uh, where well, he lays down and time to die. It is. I think it, yeah, it would have been so easy for them to have him say that. Yeah, and that would have been but too that much. Would have been wrong, yeah. yeah, yeah, that would have been too much. To have that music, to have yeah. him just, just, ju- yeah, just accept it. A, a sequel that shouldn't have existed, but I'm glad it does now. Yeah. I think in the hands of another director, yeah, it wouldn't have with worked. other people doing the effects or and um, you know the lighting, the Hans Zimmer yeah. music I think is amazing. 
Yeah, the um, music score is brilliant. The, the the look is great. Yeah, I love the fact that it's all subdued because I think under under other hands it would have just been a, an action movie. Mm. You know, and a dumb one at that. Here comes a wave of replicants. Let's shoot them. Yeah, it would have been it would have been stupid. Um, but I'm also really glad that that we've done this podcast looking at this because I probably wouldn't have ever watched it. Like, I saw it. Um, uh, yeah, I wouldn't have. I've, so oh, because you didn't own it. I didn't own it. You had to buy it, podcast, didn't you, for the podcast. It, yeah. um, and I'm trying now with just going, getting it in 4K as well. Because, um, yeah, I, I, it's, it's grown to be a film that I... Yeah, I think I, I think I sort of love it. I think it's great. Mm. I'm... I'm I, I would be happy if it if it ends now, but you know they oh, talk about this. Well, yeah. they, they, they talk, there's talk about this streaming. Yes. Series. Well, set, I'm worried. Set thirty or yeah. fifty. I think it's fifty years on. It's 2099. Yeah. It's set fifty years on from there, and it's yeah. like, oh, I don't know. I don't. I don't care anymore. Um, it's like the all the little add-on films that they did, and I mm. watched them, uh, but I've. I could have done without them. I think, yeah, you've done it. Move on. Stop doing it. It's the same as the Alien TV series. There's not a lot of chances it's going to be amazing. And the minute you make a TV series, you hit that. If it's successful, you've got to keep it going. Mm. By definition, it all gets diluted to nonsense. Yes, yes. I Um, mean, it it doesn't detract from the original. Much like Alien, you know, nothing they can ever do. Because, again, they're talking about a streaming service for Alien as well. Whatever they do, the original is a classic. You can say that about Blade Runner and Alien. Um, You know, but just just leave it be. Just leave it be. Because um, we've got this Black Lotus, haven't we? Which I haven't seen. It's uh, it's not available here in the UK to watch. This, um, you know, some streaming service in America had it, and uh, and that's about a female replicant. Yeah. Um, but no, just leave it be. Leave it yeah. be. Yeah. Just um, listen to Frozen. Just let it go. <laughs> don't need it. We don't need it anymore. I mean, if they if they make it, it's fine. And like I say, it doesn't diminish your enjoyment of the originals um, but I just think everything is a commodity now isn't it yeah um, yeah just everything yeah. becomes a franchise instead yeah. of just being an original idea um, done very well you've got to f- then flog it to death and you've got to mine yep. it and mine it and mine it you know yeah and there's only so much it can give before you lose it I mean uh, can you imagine you know, a few years back, someone saying there's going to be an alien TV service, and you're not being, oh my god, that's amazing. Now it's like, ah, yeah, there's definitely fatigue. So yes. do something original. Yes, yeah, yeah. Come up with something brand new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okie doke. Um, I didn't have much in the way behind the scenes. You've already uh, yeah. said the main bit, which is this Kay having a fear of water. Oh, yeah. The other bit I've got is that Ryan Gosling was the first and only actor considered for the role um, old Denis had him in mind when they uh, first started talking about doing it so uh, fair enough so yeah Ryan Ryan Gosling born yep. in 1980 in London but London Ontario <laughs> and then moved to Cornwall but that's Cornwall in Ontario okay right um, 
I can't see him in it. I mean, we say about, you know, he's a bit of a cold fish and he, he, he's noted for certain, you know, character roles. But um, he got started by going uh, to an open audition in Montreal for the, for the Mickey Mouse Club. That's where Ryan Gosling really? started off in the Mickey Mouse Club in I 1989. Yeah. I, t- I can't see that. Right. It's like, you, you know, like Britney Spears was in the... And you go, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but, but Ryan, Ryan Gosling... Gosling. It's Actually, like, yeah, I want to see a Mickey Mouse Club where it's Ryan Gosling and Harrison Ford. Yes. <laughs> that's that. That's worse than trying to imagine Ryan Gosling on Sesame Street. Yeah, I mean, Ryan Gosling on Sesame Street could work really well, where he's a counterpoint to the over-the-top yes. Muppetness. But if he's got to be the one, oh, you imagine. Him, yeah, but this is Ryan Gosling, aged nine. Yeah. On Sesame well, Street. Perhaps he was different. Perhaps that's what burned it out. This is weird as well. He was on the show for two years, the really? Mickey Mouse Club, and while he was I remember on that. It, Do you remember that? It used to be on Saturday morning. Yeah, it was appalling. Awful. I mean, I just wanted to, like, punch I c- all those kids I couldn't watch face. it because it was so yeah. sweet, I could feel my teeth dissolving. Oh, I mean, I, just I by think that's watching what it. gave me diabetes. Yeah, it's, there you go. Yeah. It's just you awful. You watched the Mickey Mouse Club. Yeah. He was in it for two years, and I can't get my head around this either. Um... Well, while he was on the show, he lived yeah. with uh, Justin Timberlake and Justin Timberlake's really? family. Yes. Wow. Yeah. I um. I don't. I I can't say I've ever heard any of Justin Timberlake's music, but I did enjoy his acting performance in um, Southland Tales. Right. Which is a weird and I think underrated film. But yeah, I think he's he's not a bad actor. But I can see Justin Timberlake doing it because yes. he's very bit back to Britney bouncy, Spears, isn't we? Smiley, smiley, yeah, 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 um, yeah. Very odd. Um, I, I like him as an actor. Um, I've seen him in yeah. a few things, and yeah, he, he he always strikes me as a one-trick pony. He's the same, you know, burnt-out, disillusioned yes. loner. You know, he was like that in Drive. He was like that in Place Beyond the Pines. Have you seen him in First Man? Where he played Neil Armstrong. I oh, haven't no, seen I, that. I was going to go to cinema to see that. I don't know why I've never watched it since. It's meant to be very good. Um, I can see him as an astronaut because most astronauts generally are very, very boring people. They have to be. Um, he was a loner yeah. as well, wasn't he? Old Neil yeah. Armstrong. He was rather apart from everybody else. He yes, wouldn't go out yeah. drinking and wenching and stuff like that. That's really? in case he, uh, he let slip the secret, wasn't it? What? We didn't go. (laughs) We filmed it in Cricklewood. Right. Um, um, They did go. I'm joking. Yeah. Sarcasm. Uh, Right. So genre-wise. Yes. I don't think. I was trying to think of stuff he's been in genre-wise. He's got a large genre tally. He's got a large genre tally of 57. I'm not. No. Not not counting Mickey Mouse Club. No. 57. Wow. Is his tally, and that's because of. Young Hercules. Ah, yes. Because he was in Young Hercules 50 times. He played Hercules. He did, yes. Yeah. So, going from from when he's young upwards, he was in Are You Afraid of the Dark? That, you know, anthology oh, right, yeah. TV thing. He was in Goosebumps. Oh, he likes his little horror stuff. Yeah. yeah. Then he was in Frankenstein and Me. Oh, I don't, that doesn't ring a bell, that. What's it's that? a Burt Reynolds movie. What? Yes. Would you I'm like to ca- ca- it, yeah, I was guess say, it? Go on, try and guess it. I, Frankenstein, Frankenstein and me. 
See, to me, if you hadn't said Burt Reynolds was in it, I would go, okay, it's one of those where the Frankenstein monster gets thawed out now and he lives a sitcom zany life in modern day America. That's what I would have thought it would be. But Burt Reynolds, I can't see Burt Reynolds. I don't know. Is it not connected to Frankenstein? That's no, it's it's connected to Frankenstein. No, go go on. I don't know. I... Go on. Try and have a guess. Frankenstein um, and me. Frankenstein and me. Um, if you tell me Burt Reynolds was the Frankenstein monster, I uh, I might have to track it down. <laughs> um, I can only think that it's. I I would. I would hope that it's actually a, a romantic love story about Mary Shelley and Percy Bysshe Shelley and that. No. And it's about the creation. It's not that good. No. no. It's not that good. Um, Burt Reynolds does not play Frankenstein oh. nor the monster. <laughs> Such a shame. Nor, nor does Ryan. Ryan no, plays right. somebody called Kenny, right? But the story is about somebody called Earl, okay? who has a vivid imagination fueled by movies like Frankenstein and Night of the Living Dead. Oh dear. That's all I know about it. So I imagine there'll be uh, homage set pieces in his imagination featuring characters you know in a vaguely unconvincing way. Yeah. That's my guess. I, 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 wouldn't, um, I, I wouldn't recommend seeking no. that out. All right. It's notable that it is Ryan's... You know, Do you remember uh, I Frankenstein? Oh, mm. <laughs> Let's move on. He he was in uh, Psy Factor or PSI Factor, whatever you, however you oh, want right. to say it. He was in an episode of that. Then he was... The, his first appearance, Hercules-wise, is in Hercules. You know, the yeah. um, Kevin's... Is it Kevin Sorbo? Kevin Sorbo, yeah. Yeah. He played Xylus in that once. Right. And that led on to, yeah, young Hercules... Someone looked at him and went, you're the dead spit of a young Kevin Sorbo before racism kicked in. Yeah, yeah. and well, that's what we got. We got yeah. Ryan as young Hercules 50 times. Yeah. And then lastly, yeah, 2049 is his last genre oh, thing wow. that he's made. So, yeah, not, not known for his not, genre you know, stuff. I was going to say, I couldn't really think of anything other than young Hercules and Blade Runner. Um, but that's probably why now. Mm. <laughs> Me and Frankenstein. All right, so K then. K. We have to vote on K. Design of K. K in his, uh, in his, um, you know, trench coat and yep. you know, uh, you know, pullover thing and that. What do you think about the design I, of I, K? I quite like the look. Like I say, I, I quite like the jacket when it's done up. I'm not a fan of those. Dirt. They always look dirty. Those, uh, those With fur collars. collars. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I, it's, it's a nice look. Uh, but I'm going to give it a an 8. That's what I'd put. Yep. Okay. Okay. 8, okay. How effective is K? Um, if you'd have said, if we'd have done this at the beginning, he would have been in the, the under 5s, I think, for me. But having watched it, I really appreciate the the stuff he's doing and the little acting bits. And, um, and I like the character now. I think it works well as this film. So... Um, I'm going to give him a nine. A nine. I gave him eight and a half. No. All right. So that's eight point seven five. So that is sixteen point seven five divided by two equals. And like I say, I'm going to keep all the numbers yeah. in because soon it's getting busy. <laughs> yep. It's eight point three seven five. All right. Eight. Okay. 
0.375. Now, is he going to share an apartment, and will it be as grotty as the apartment uh, we see him I think any, in the any, film? Anything would be a step up from his apartment. Yeah. Although uh, he, he presumably won't be sharing an apartment with, uh, with Joy. He's not. He is actually um, sharing... Uh, so, sorry, has an apartment all by himself. Oh, OK. Right? But he's neighbours to, right, um, Joy is yeah. next door, and on the other side is Zora. Oh, I think he'll be all right. Yeah, I think he'll yeah. be fine there. I imagine uh, he'll be uh, inviting them over for a, you know, a game of Monopoly now and again. <laughs> no, hang on, I've got that completely wrong. Oh, oh, oh. Stop the press. I've just put him in on the design bit rather than the oh, thingamajig okay. bit. Oh, hang on a second. Oh, oh, we might be in with Zora, then. No, he is sharing an apartment. Hooray! Oh. It's not with Joy. Oh. There is already an 8.375. I told you it was important to keep all these yes. numbers. Yeah. He is sharing an apartment with Chu. Oh, OK. Now, that's yeah. interesting because K is used to digging eyeballs out, yeah. isn't he? They can compare you know? their eyeball collection. Yeah, they can talk eyeballs um, all night long. I could see them operating in a sort of odd couple way. <laughs> I reckon there's a sitcom there. Kay could go out and get two eyeballs yeah. to yeah. work on. Yeah. Kay, I'm trying to think of a like a, a Kay and Chew name for the sitcom, but I don't know. No. We'll think of it. We'll, yep. we'll try and think of it. Okay, uh, uh, before we go, um, his spinner. What what, what yeah. you give his spinner out of have 10? We, have we done anything else vehicle-wise? Yeah, the only other vehicle on our vehicle rating. I, a bit of a waste doing this. Cause we yes, because there's not that many. Is there? uh, there's not that many. Um, is JF Sebastian's taxi. Oh, what did we give that? 6.75. Oh, that okay. was a joint total. Well, to be fair, the spinner's, the spinner's better than that. Um, I'm going to give it uh, an 8. That's exactly what I've written as yeah. well. Okay, so, okay, it's top, but it's only <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I have a list say, of yeah. two. If um, if someone gave me one, Ugh. I would happily take it. Yeah, <laughs> put that on a t-shirt. If somebody yes. gave me one, I would happily take it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think they produced a model kit of it. Um, yeah. Most probably you can get a 3D printed one on Etsy or somewhere. But there was um, very little merchandise for 2049, was there? There's I don't think we've got any action nothing. figures. No, nothing. No prop blasters. Yeah. Nothing. No, no. Hmm. All right, that's it. Um, that's us, 2049, 2049 over. I mean, yeah. we're going to continue talking about 2049 because when we do Gaff and Deckard, yes. we're going to talk about and vote on the two versions of each character. Yes. You know, So we're not completely leaving it yet. But it's going right. to be weird again, isn't it? It's going to be weird. Whenever we finish these films, because generally we don't watch them for a while, do we? No. You know, because we, we've watched them not to death, but certainly many, Enough. many times. Yeah. yeah, it was very odd putting um, my my copy of Twenty Forty Nine back on the shelf um, and put it, like, it away. Yeah, that is weird. That's like when um, when we finished doing Blake Seven, yeah, and that that box set because we were doing that weekly. That box set would lived by my Blu-ray player, and then it's like. Get yeah. Put away. Yeah. Yeah. Since we've started this show, both copies of um, of the Blade Runner films 
I've never put them away. They've yeah. been laying horizontally oh. on a shelf, and but no, 2049 has been slotted back on the shelf. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, what it means is from now on, um, you know, every time we do this yeah. show, it's uh, it's a character from the first film. From it's now 2019 on. all the way. Yeah, it's going to uh, it's going to speed up now because yeah, yeah. Every, everyone is going to be one from 2019, and uh, yeah, next time in 2019, here's a big one for you. Uh, we are going to talk about Pris. Oh, excellent. Pleasure Pris. model Pris. The pleasure model, yes. yeah. Do we have pleasure talking Pris? Will she be pristine? Yes. Will we tick a box? Will it be a Pris tick? Pris, uh, mm. dear. Uh, I tried that last time. It didn't me, work. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give up on that. I'm going to give up on it. Okay, okay, folks. Um, yeah, bye bye, twenty forty nine, and uh, here's to twenty nineteen. So uh, yeah, see you next time, Ian. Nice one, thanks, Ian. Cheers, bye. Ian. Bye bye.